0: Well, our moms think we're funny. Yeah, so, uh, people keep asking me, like, just, just, it's becoming more and more of a thing. They keep asking me if I support Palestine, you know? You ever get that question? No. No? that. That surprises me, considering the circles you run around in, because I, I mean, I get it all the time, and it's like, you know, no, I don't, like, frankly, fuck Palestine, he turned Anakin over to the dark side. I mean, I think, I think that,
1: that Palestine has, no, no, you know, no, no, I'm sorry, I gotta disagree with you, I completely support it, because, because once Palestine took over, everything was cool. That's Very true. Cool. We've, we've done episodes yeah. on it before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but
1: but thank you for throwing me off there because <laughs> I could
0: tell you were sweating.
1: Because I was I was like, I'm not quite sure where he's going with this one. And then <laughs> and then you just you just threw off my whole thing, which I don't think I'm gonna get back now. Like 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 my my, my opening for the podcast like is just gone now. Like it, it's gone. I can't I can't get that back. You just you you took that from me. Um, so
0: sorry. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, if you, if you wanna if you wanna take over all, oh, yes, and you? No, yeah, no, you don't have to do that. Um, just
1: you know, do, I mean, it's what we do. We just keep rolling, right? <laughs> that's know? true. That's true. So, hey, everybody, this is Turk Twenty Two, and I am a I'll say, and with me, as always, is my co-host <laughs> Honky
0: Pete. Honky Pete. <laughs> I know, but you hate that. <laughs>
1: oh, man. Uh,
0: well. I mean, I wouldn't say I deserve that, but I just asked you a genuine question, that's all. <laughs> oh Yo, yeah, you asked me a genuine question. <laughs> I'm sure that that's what that was. That was a genuine question. <laughs>
1: uh yes. So I, 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 just I know how much you hate the whole honky Pete thing. Yes, and great, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't blame you. It's it's so damn stupid. Um, uh, but then what do you expect? I mean, morons to be morons, right? So, <laughs> uh, that you know, hate is gonna hate. Morons are going to be morons. So, um, but, uh, so, uh, we were talking, um, we were talking before, uh, like before the podcast and it was some other stuff and we were talking about, uh, also asking you if, <clears throat> excuse me, if you had ever seen, uh, like the last, uh, episodes of, um, uh, the last episode of ER that George Clooney did. Yeah. And, uh, and you're like, no, you hadn't. And I was like, oh, I was like, you should check it out. It's, it's kind of cool. So like the, you know, kind of building up to that, there was a lot of stuff going on in, um, in uh, ER and I wasn't really an ER fan. So the reason I watched ER to start off with was I knew that Tarantino was going to be directing the episode.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so I was going to watch the Tarantino episode and I did. And I was like, okay, that's cool that, you know, the Tarantino episode, it was cool um and it had some you know it with it wasn't like he wrote it and everything else he just directed it and um, you know Cecil added some some of his you know his Tarantino isms or whatever you want to add call it but is it a bunch of white
0: people saying the n word
1: ah uh, I'd say
0: that's a Tarantino-ism. uh some people do <laughs>
1: uh. But no, because you know, because it was it was ER. It's, it's on NBC. Oh, um, Gotcha, gotcha. So just lots of <clears throat> B picks, huh? Just lots of foot close-ups. Yeah, yeah, okay. lo- lots of foot close-ups. <laughs> um, and uh, so, so uh, it was, um, it was pretty decent. And then uh, I forget why I watched a little bit further. Uh, and then, like I, I've, I've never liked the yeah, actor Eric LaSalle. I just never liked Eric LaSalle, right? Um, yeah. And uh, and I've never liked Omar Epps. Like I can't fucking stand Omar Epps. I hate him as an actor. <laughs> I, I probably hate him as a person too. But I can't really say that because I've never met him. But I feel like my hate for him as an actor, and and part of my hate for him as an actor comes from like something. I've seen him in things like from time to time, and he has this like cocky attitude, like yeah. like he's the best, and like you know, like. I I I just can't stand that. Like like, there's no reason for you to act like that. Like you, like I just like I just I just fucking hate him. So so I so I feel like because I hate um like his like the the, hate him as an actor. Mm -hmm. If I met him as a person. I would just use that as an excuse to hate him as a person, to just where I could just hate him like all around, like like okay, yeah, now 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 we're full blown. I just hate you. Like I wouldn't even really give him a chance. Right, He'd be like right. the nicest fucking guy ever, and everything. Like oh man, I'm so sorry that you hate me. I'm not sure what I did for to you know to to earn that and everything, but you know I guess I guess you know for you to hate me that much, it must have been something. But maybe if you give me a chance, I might be able to kind of like maybe not change your mind so much as just maybe. Have you given me like a, like a, like a fresh start? You know, like he could be that kind of person. I'm like, wow! Like now I hate you even more just because like you're such a fucking douche. You know, like <laughs> like I would, no matter what he did, I would find a reason to hate him. That's how I
0: feel now. Right, right, right. right.
1: Um. So so Omar Epps was on there, and it's probably like the the best thing I've ever like the best thing I've ever seen him in. Uh-huh. Um. And and I loved it. And I was like, wow, this is fantastic. And I told you about it and I'm going to make it real quick here. He was on the show for however long he was on the show. And of course he's, a, he's a, like a black intern and Eric LaSalle's character was being like really like um, he was, he was like really coming down on him and everything. It was like, and was really pushing him because he was like, you know, if you're going to make it as a, as a doctor here, as a black doctor you got to do this, you got to do that and yada, yada, yada. And he was like, you know, dude, like, It's like, you don't understand that, you know, just kind of how good you have to be or, you know, but he wasn't really presenting it that way. He was just like, just always just coming down. It was like, no matter what he did, it was just like, like, you suck. You're the shittiest and blah, blah, blah. So then they get this, this, um, the, he, uh, his shift is over. He leaves. Um, you know, of course a lot of people shifts are over and they leave. And then like, uh, like soon after that, they get a call in and they're this person in there and the person that got hit by, uh, by subway train. And they're paging the like Omar Epps' character, and he's not showing up. He's not calling in. They keep paging him. And they are got the, the uh, subway victim on the stretcher, and they're cutting his clothes off. And they're like, you know, and the cell's like, well, page it one more time and everything. If he doesn't show up and everything or answer and everything, like, he's fired or whatever. And, and then they page it, and then the guy on the stretcher's beeper starts going off. And they realize it's him. <laughs> and it's, like, kind of left it, like, ambiguous as to whether he has got pushed or if he jumped because of, like, how much he was riding him. Yeah, Um yeah, yeah. and I was like ah, oh, that's fucking great and it is like because it was like it was one Omar Epps was dead which was awesome Always and then good. and then two like Eric LaSalle felt like shit because like oh this might be my fault and everything and I was like and I just went like like appear on the show and be like it's all your fault <laughs> you did this he wasn't pushed, he jumped and when he jumped he was like he was like I fucking hate that other black doctor bam and I was like yeah. you know so um, and so then I kind of watched a couple of more episodes but then like the last George Clooney one and this, of course, was after he did uh, um, From Death Till Dawn and a couple other things. So, like, it was like, okay, I'm starting to do movies. I don't really have time to do this. And I guess his contract was up. Um, he gets in some kind of trouble and shit. And, uh, and he gets, like, suspended. And he goes out and there's, like, a really bad uh, storm. And he had taken like a like a half a joint off of some chick or somebody, whatever. And he uh, and realized he like still had it in his pocket because he was he was taken from him because so like 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 you know stop doing this like this is not helping you and his car is like flooded or something like, I forget what it was and he's trapped in the car and the rain just pouring outside so he pulls out the um uh, like the uh, the weed to to smoke it and everything he's like well fuck you, you know my career is over you know um because he's been suspended and then there's these, these kids like trapped in a storm drain and, like the water's rolling in and he has to go out there and like. They kind of risk his own life to save this kid and everything by trying to get him out of storm drain as it's, like, flooding. And it was it was kind of a really cool episode. I was like, oh, all right, that's cool. I dig that. And, of course, he was gone. I was like, I don't have a reason to watch this show. You know, like, I never really got into it anyway. I'm like, so... Anyway, so that was, that was kind of cool. And, You know, yeah, yeah. just the... Like, his... Like, he went out, like... I'm going to say like a boss, but like it was just one of those things where at the end of, like, he was like, hey, like bye, bye, I miss you all. And I miss you most of all, Scarecrow. And it was like, no, he's like, he he went out kind of, in a sense, like, that was really true to his character on his own terms. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not going to say that's what really made me like a George Clooney fan. I think it was a combination of like From Dust Till Dawn, because he's so good in that. It's amazing. And that. he delivers his line so well. Just like, it's. And I know it's not really him; it's the it's the
0: writing, right? Right,
1: right. But like everything he does, like in that entire movie, is just so great. Even when like he's having the conversations and he's like, "Uh," and he's like talking to him, he's like, he's like, so Jacob, like tell me, like does she die right away, or like does she suffer?" And he goes, "I think I've gotten about as up close and personal you with you as I'm gonna get." And he's like, "No, no, no, you're right, you're right." And he's like, "Uh, we'll just you know keep this thing, you know." You know, like this is like, you know, only thing I care about right now is me, that piss the shit back there, brother, is like in our money. And he's like, I don't care about you or anybody else. You could all live forever. You could like die this instant. Like, I just love that. And then after all that shit, they go in there. And then when they, when they realize there's vampires outside and, um and they're like, we don't believe in vampires. He's like, I don't believe in vampires, but I believe in what I see. And what I see are fucking vampires. Right. He's like, right, and right. then he's like, you he know, and. Our only, it's like, you know, our best weapon right now, you know, is this guy here? And he goes, but he's lost his faith. And then like, the you know, Harvey got to tell punches him and everything goes, I have had enough about you of you antagonizing the guy. Like, I'm not antagonizing you. It's like, he goes, but he's like, you know, if what we're dealing with is vampires, right? Then, you know, our best weapon is like, is a priest, a holy man, a holy man could, you know, could like, you know, turn tap water into holy water and uh, you could do this you could, except for you've lost your faith. So, like, you're no good to us. Like, you're our best weapon you've lost. And the way he presents, he doesn't, like, get angry with him again or whatever. He's just like, no. Like, I'm not I'm not fucking with you this time. I'm telling you, like, you're our best weapon, but you're no good to us right now in your condition. Right. So, if you expect to survive. Like, and he just, he does it all so well. And he just plays the character up until the end where after all of that, like, she's like, uh, Kate's just like, he's like, can I go with you, Seth? And he's like, Kate, do you know what El Rey is? He's like, go home, Kate. I may be a bastard, but I'm not a fucking bastard.
0: Yeah.
1: And he and he delivers that and he leaves her. They're like, 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 he's like, look, go home. Like, Nick, go back to your normal life and everything. I'm not going to drag you down with me. Except for the fact that her mother's already dead. Now her father is dead. Her brother is dead. She had to kill both of them. She's stranded here in Mexico with nothing. You tell her go home. Like, you're the only friend or anything she has. And you completely, like, turn her away and tell her go home. Like, like, dude, like. Like what? Like, you didn't do any favors. I know you think you did, but you didn't. <laughs> you fucking Logan's Runder, man. Like right, right. I said, you all free. No, you just fucking killed us all. That's what you did.
0: <laughs> what I love about from Dust Till Dawn is how good uh, Sex Machine's transformation is oh as yeah a vampire because it's so gradual. Yes. And so like, he lifts up the corner of his lip and he sees the fang, and he like claps <laughs> his hand over his mouth. <laughs> And then he's got like one finger that's all like long and bat-like, and it's just it's it such puts a, his hands behind his back. His <laughs> hands behind his back, yeah. It's so funny, and it's such a slow transformation. It's so cartoony, but it's so well done. It is, and and I love the next scene there when he gets into the a fight with
1: uh, uh I don't even remember it. I, his 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 name like the character's name now, um, but uh, Fred Williamson, and uh, he's like, it's like, come on, sex machine, let's dance, and he grabs and he throws him. And then when Seth sees it, he's like going towards the board window. He's like, oh shit. And then we, when Fred Williamson turns back around, he's full vamp. It's like, like that shit was on purpose. And it was like, I love that. When he turns around, he's
0: like, aha, fuck you, bitch. I did it on purpose. Like that, that, that's all great. Didn't they, uh, didn't they impale a vampire on an upside down table leg?
1: He did. He, four, he killed four, four female vampires on, on the table, upside down, one on each leg. Nice oh <laughs> uh, yeah and then after the after the fourth one di- after the fourth one was impaled then they all like melted away
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: then don't forget the one that he killed the, the sex machine killed with the uh the pool stick um like it was a Danny Trejo he wraps him up with the whip breaks the the pool cue apro- uh, across his chest and then impales him with it and when he melts away his eyes roll down into the pockets oh yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah that's good stuff
1: but uh so before we move on, what is your least favorite scene in From *Dust Till Dawn? Hmm. I know what mine is. Hmm. It's the, it's the scene that I hate the most. I mean, it's, it's kind of a cool scene and everything, but God, I hate that scene.
0: It's been a while. I can't... I don't know if I can really pinpoint what my least favorite would be. So, outside of
1: uh, Santanico Pandemonium which uh, which we learned of course later on watching like Grindhouse movies that's the name of a movie
0: right right and
1: which we watched which was like fucking bizarre but uh, which I love the fact that they name her after a Grindhouse movie um is outside of outside of her the um the to me the, like the the hottest chick in there is the one with the curly hair and um and she's got this little small boobs, but she's got this really sweet face and, and curly hair. And when shit goes down, she's the one that slides the piece of wood um, and locks the door and turns and says, dinner is served. And her face turns into a web. I'm like, no, no, not her. Like, she's the cutest. Like, no. And then she's like, dinner is served. And her face just gets all vampy. I'm like, No. I don't like that. (laughs) Like, I mean, I'm not a pussy, right? I'm not. But there are certain scenes in movies and everything. Like, there's certain scenes in, like, movies and TV shows I just don't watch, right? Right. So, like, I will watch Scrubs up until the part where he's like, where do you think we are? And then, like, nope, I got to turn away. Like, I nope, no, fuck that. I'm not watching that scene, right? (laughs) (laughs) I will watch, like, I watch Serenity up until, you know... I am a leaf on the wind. Watch how I soar. F- fuck. No, I will. I will like turn away for 30 seconds and then come back. Right. <laughs> and you'll know what I'm talking about when you get there. Yeah, um, right. And then that scene right there, like when dinner's about to be served, I turn away. And then I turn back, you know, like I just can't watch that scene. Those are like my three, you know. <laughs> I can watch the extent, like the director's kind of Robocop, uh, the Robocop where they like blow like poor Ricky away on the table and he keeps fucking shooting him, right? Right, right. The part where they show like Clarence Bodiger's gang blow off the rest of Murphy's arm and shit and everything. I can watch that, you know, uh, but like, yeah, those three, like, nope, I'm that can't, can't do it. I won't do it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And that is why I won't do three shows nine anymore. I won't, I just won't do it. <laughs> Which brings us back around to our topic. Yeah,
0: our topic. So, you and I... We, we just watched a movie. Uh, so you just don't leave it all up? Okay, good. <laughs> right, so, so, so we just watched uh, The Flash. We just watched The Flash. We watched uh, The Flash starring... Savior of the... Oh, shit, no, you
1: know that that was the Flash a... Gordon theme song? Yes, I was, I was just screwing around. <laughs> okay, I'm
0: sorry. I, I should be like...
1: Sitting cross legged on the floor. Should, is that better?
0: Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, so. yeah, starring the uh, the most beloved Ezra Miller, incomparable Ezra Miller, the incomparable uh, our Lord and Savior, the Messiah incarnate, Ezra Miller. Didn't he start a cult with that family on the farm when he was hoarding guns? I think he was. He wasn't really starting a cult, but I think he was like preaching some like weird ass shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought. I thought so. I thought so. Oh, sorry. Did they? Them. Start a cold. No, we Um, we we
1: we we already we already did
0: that shit. Um, You you mean it's okay for me to hate crime somebody who beats women with bar stools for singing bad karaoke? Well, we don't know if the karaoke was bad. Uh, We just know they did karaoke. (laughs) That's why. That's why why
1: we know Ezra didn't like the karaoke. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but I think that's a safe assumption. (laughs) I think, in all fairness, though, right? In all fairness, like, if you are if you are doing karaoke, then you have to, you have to realize that, you know, there's a good chance um, that you suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, and if that's the case, then like people should have the right to be like, you suck, you <laughs> know? And, and then like, like that's
0: just a, it's just a risk you take, right? I mean, you know, one of the golden rules of karaoke is just because you like it doesn't mean you can sing it. Exactly. And so I get that. And I think that, yeah, as, as we've discussed in general with, like, the internet and stuff, when you are putting your shit out there on a public forum, you mm-hmm. are opening yourself to criticism. hmm I think that woman probably deserved to be made fun of and or bullied. I don't think she deserved to be physically assaulted. Well,
1: you just don't know how bad she was singing, though. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> she could have been caterwauling like you would not fucking believe. And, and who knows how many times they told her to get off the stage.
0: I mean, there's that. What about the other assault case? You mean where he broke into, like, the people's house at night and everything? Yeah. Like, what, what's your... Come on, Mr. Defense Attorney. What's your fucking excuse for that one? I just... He just broke in here, like, I'm Ezra Miller, bitch! <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the problem. That's, like, his whole MO. <laughs> I'm Ezra Miller, bitch! I mean, you act like there's something wrong with that. I mean, you act like there's something <laughs> wrong with him just busting the air being like, I'm Ezra Miller, bitch. I, I, I'm like, I think that's okay. Yeah, sure. Um, um, but yeah, we watched it. Uh, it was a perfectly adequate movie, so we decided to talk about it. Perfectly adequate movie. I mean, completely uh, and thoroughly adequate. In the in a list of all the movies that were adequate, um, that was one of them. It was among them. Yeah, mm. it was certainly uh, included in that list of adequate movies. Um, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't some kind of, like, life-changing experience, you know, like, say, Endgame or, or something like that, where it's like, this is it, we've arrived. Right, there, right. Will n- there, there will never be a greater superhero movie. Uh, it was not anything laughably bad, uh, uh, like, shit, I'm trying to think of, like, a laughably bad superhero movie, like Captain Marvel, um, where it's just, like, everything is painful. It was just, it was, it was a movie. It's definitely a movie. I will say this: it could have been better. It could. Have it, been. it
1: could have been a lot better. Um, had had they had they made other, uh, had they made different decisions when it comes to making the movie, um, and that was that was the biggest problem was that they decided to do this thing where they were gonna. Like, in, inject humor in a way that it didn't really need to be there. It
0: was way too funny. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a little bit of humor is fine, but uh, this this was like, th- this was like the comedy and the action were competing with each other. Yes, and it's like I, I think with with anything with like Guardians of the Galaxy with Ninja Turtles, it's like you you want. An adventure movie with some comedy or an action movie with some comedy. Mm-hmm. You don't want equal parts comedy and action. And this absolutely had that. So they,
1: that we talked about this, um, when we were watching, um, uh, what's the, a bloodshot where, you know, mm-hmm. where we're saying like, okay, here's this movie and here's a character that we are not like, Invested in in any way. You mm-hmm. have not given us enough information about them to make us, to make us care really anything about them. And it's one thing to keep your audience in the dark, um, up to a certain point. Cause I mean, that's what makes a, that can sometimes be what makes a movie really work is that by the audience being just as clueless as the main character. But at some point, either you bring us up to speed. Like the character and the audience find out at the same time exactly what's going on and be like, okay, and then we move forward with the same understanding of what's going on. Or you have a split where, okay, at this point now, like the character still doesn't know, but you as an audience know. Like and you're like, oh shit, now I know, and you're waiting for them to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you're like, oh man, so so now it's like we both started off like just like like I have no idea. And now we're like, oh, damn, right? Like, like where are they going to figure it out? Like, don't trust them. Don't trust them. Like, they're, they're the wrong people. But for you to keep them in the dark and then you you gaslight the main character, but continue to keep the audience in the dark and gaslight them. And then you're like, okay, now we're going to give you the truth. And it's like, yeah, but, but now you've told me in this case here, like, I don't know anything about this person at all. Like, I know nothing about them. I don't know if they're a good person or not because basically everything from the beginning of the movie till now, we realize it's all bullshit. It didn't actually exist. Like nothing about them is actually that we know is real, is actually real. So in that case, like, I can't root for them because I don't know them. I don't know them at all. Like, like, what do you expect me to do with this information now? Like, like, huh? It's, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And like, the the Flash kind of does the same thing here, where they take you know Barry Allen's character from the Flash, and then we and we kind of mentioned this when we were watching it. You know they have they have clearly kind of said that this is the Zack Snyder Justice League that this is coming from. Yeah,
0: yeah. They reference
1: him going back in time and things like that. Um, and then there's a the whole thing with Wonder Woman's cameo and her lasso of truth, um, where it affects him. She explains why it's affecting them. But in the, the non Zack Snyder version, like we already have a scene with it, with the lasso. So we know how it works and they should know how it works. Right. So, so it's clearly the, the Zack Snyder version and you know, cool in the game, right? Sure. The, I get, I do have to talk about the, the lasso of truth scene, which we've talked mm-hmm. about before, which is the lasso of truth does not just make you spill your guts. It makes you answer truthfully to questions that she ask you or whoever asked you, yes. but it doesn't just make you just like, just run off at the mouth. So, I mean, that's kind of ridiculous that we are like the last of truth is there is like, okay, I'm just going to start saying all kinds of like weird shit. It's like that scene from Goonies,
0: when, like, the, oh, the where, mob has it Where Chunk is just, like, <laughs> confessing everything he ever did. Right. <laughs> and then there was one time in the theater, <laughs> I made fake throw up and I stood on the balcony and I went, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I spilled it on the guy below me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like,
1: they, that's, that's how they treat The Last of Truth. Like, that's not <laughs> how it works. So, I mean, it's just, it's just ridiculous. Um... Uh, so that's just kind of, like, strange and, and all that. I did kind of find it funny that when Batman shows up, there is a little bit of, like, this kind of, like, sexual tension of sorts between him and and Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. Like, She's hey, like, hi. He's like, hey.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> So I was recently watching, On um, just a side note, I was recently watching Zack Snyder's Justice League, and there's a huge problem in the movie, which I don't really, I hate to call attention to, but I have to, uh, which is... Wonder Woman constantly, constantly refers to Superman or Clark Kent as Kal-El. And she's like, you know, like, she's like, you know, I don't know. It's like, you know, Kal-El this and Kal-El that and Kal-El this and like, I'm like, that's great. Like, okay, that's cool. Like, how the fuck do you find out his name is Kal-El? Yeah. He yeah. died like within the hour of you meeting him.
0: That's true. Yeah.
1: Like you would have found out later his name was Clark, but I'm pretty sure that that you know that lois lane didn't just tell you everything about it, it like how oh, was it when your husband died and thinking, oh, I think oh it's like can you, can you tell me about him no <laughs> you knew him for like a fucking hour G-T-F-O, like
0: gtfo you amazonian wench
1: right i don't even really know you like that way like what? no i'm not gonna tell you that his name was Calel or anything i was like no like i'm not doing that so uh so i anyway so anyway so skipping the witches like um you know, we, we, we get this whole thing where, uh, you know, Barry decides he wants to go back in time and, and try to. And, and OK, I, I have to ask this question to you. OK. Is Barry going back in time to save his mom or to save his dad? Both. I mean, I know he's going to save both of them by going back in time. But is he going back in time to save
0: his mom or to save his dad? I mean, it's to stop his mom from dying, but is it? Yeah, is it though? Yeah. Okay. So, Initially, yes.
1: This is why I'm asking. This is why I'm asking that is because Cal, uh, the Flash, says okay. Like I, we got the video back from, we got the video back from, uh, from you know, my friend, you know, Bruce Wayne, and they restored the whole thing and. Um, like, you don't look up. You're in the video store, but I mean, in the, in the grocery store, but you don't look up, so we can't see that it's actually you. So then he goes back in time. He, at, well, he, he, so he doesn't have to even go back in time initially to save anybody. He's there and he's in time, and then all of a sudden, like, something shows up and knocks him out of the time stream. He ends up in this one, this one, uh, like, uh world or or like the uh, multiverse okay right so he actually didn't make a, consci- a conscious decision to go there something knocks him out of that and we find out later that, that was done on purpose by the the actual real bad guy he knocked him out of there to because he wanted him in this spot to do these things yeah got it okay but he actually didn't go back there but while he's there he's like oh well well shit since i'm back here i guess i'll save you know i'll save my parents but he, and this is one thing I don't like, because this Barry starts off as being a little smarter than, you know, a little more mature than the one that we met in, initially in um, in Justice League. You know, he's got a job. He's kind of, he's kind of gotten his shit together, right? Yeah. But he apparently doesn't realize that when he ends up in this other, this other, like, universe where... He's the same age, or, you know, or older, whatever it is, or so guess same age as he is now, because um, I, I guess his birth
0: won't ever change. He'll always be born the same time, or whatever. Um, well, he was still in the past, though, because the Barry he was dealing with was 18. But he was living on his own, though, with the roommates and shit, and all that kind of stuff, so... Yeah, but it was also, like, when he got oh, right, his right, powers. right, right, it's yes, right. when, it, he, when it's he got his powers. definitely right. a younger Barry. Okay, so
1: younger Barry, thank you for that. Um... Uh, so he's in the past with younger Barry, but this Barry has a mother and father. His parents are alive. Yeah. So, and he doesn't realize that he's like, oh, you've got to get your powers and blah, 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 which fucks him over because he is losing his powers because of that. Well, this Barry doesn't get powers because this par- Barry doesn't need them. Right. So you got powers because you went and, your dad's in prison for your mom's death. Um, you're like, I, you know, I'm going to prove that you're not guilty. And the way I'm going to prove that you're not guilty is I'm going to find evidence to show that you didn't do it. And I'm going to become a uh, forensic pathologist, right? So that I know that the, you know, the, uh, the methods and I've got the education to be able to prove this once I do, you know, find whatever the evidence is. Right. Okay, great. So, and then of course, Putting me there gives me, you know, puts me with the police department, so then I can also um I'll access the cases and all that kind of stuff. Great. All makes perfect sense. Except for this Barry doesn't need to do any of that shit because his mom's not dead, his dad's not in prison. Um so he doesn't need to join like the, the you know, try to become a you know forensic, you know, pathologist or whatever. So, because of that, he's not there when the lightning bolt hits and yada yada yada. So, he doesn't need superpowers. This world does not need a flash
0: because of that. But, like, from Barry's perspective, he's not thinking of this as a separate timeline. All he's thinking is, I changed the past. He thinks he's still in his world. And so, he, he actually says it in the dialogue, if you don't get your powers, then I might lose mine. So, he's still thinking that this is all one linear timeline but
1: if he's already changed the past though who cares if he loses powers i mean first off you you shouldn't be there anyway if i've actually changed the past i should just disappear soon i shouldn't be there at the same time you are so if and, and the whole thing is like my, my parents are alive i don't need the powers i I don't need the powers at all because like whatever like for whatever reason something happened that like here it is like they're alive so, he, for some reason, I don't understand that why that doesn't strike me as like, wait a minute. Like, this is actually what I wanted. I don't know how I achieved it. This is actually what I wanted the whole time. Like, I don't really need to do anything else except for just, like, go home now. Like, I, I, like, that doesn't somehow dawn on him. Well, he does go back to his house. No, I mean, and you go, I mean, go back to his own time. Like, I can leave now, right? Cause mm-hmm. he's, he's, cause during his, die- his mom died when he was really young. Yeah. Here he is, he's 18. His mom's alive and his you know dad's alive and and his dad's at home. Like so it was like, "Well, wait a minute. Like what are you trying to change here? Like whatever it is, it's been changed. It's there." So why are you trying to give your give your other self powers to make him you for something that you don't need to be you for? Like I mean he doesn't need to be the Flash. The only thing he really cares about is just being with his mom and dad. So
0: so okay. Even beyond all that, yeah, but losing his powers, that means a lot of people die, and he saved no because the people because he all those events don't happen anymore, right? Like we ripples in a pond. Like all that shit's changed. There's still like there's still a Batman and a Superman and a Wonder Woman. There's no Wonder Woman. There's no Superman. There's a Batman, but he's retired, and Gotham is like the safest it's ever been. Yes, I'm I'm saying from his perspective. Right. I'm not saying here's what played out in the movie. I'm saying from his perspective, he would still need to have his powers because, as far as he's concerned, the only thing that changed is his parents are still alive. And then. He's not thinking about the butterfly effect. Right. And then, even though Bruce clearly said, hey, think about the
1: butterfly effect. Oh, yes, uh, he's like, think about this. Like, oh, yeah, I know the butterfly effect. Well, apparently you don't because the first thing you did was say, you, you went back in time and you start stumping a bunch of fucking butterflies. You're like, fuck your butterflies, ninja, fuck your butterflies. We're like, right, dude, right. What, the, what the hell? And then he doesn't do any research at all, even though clearly he's older. Like, I mean like you would think that at some point you're like you're like, wait, well shit, like this whole everything right here, none of this shit exists, right? It shouldn't, but it does somehow. So like, okay, let me figure out exactly what happened, how it happened, or anything. He doesn't, and then after like, you know, fucking up his powers and shit, then he's like, oh wait a minute. Like back to the future is different. This is different. That's different. Like, that's some shit I probably should have researched with my superpowers before I started trying to change a bunch of shit. Like it, it kind of really, like, devalued, like, the growth that we saw in his character, like, from the beginning to just, like, kind of, like, tearing back down to, like, like, you know, nothing.
0: I, I don't know. Anyway.
1: That that kind of, I overlooked it for the sake of the story, but that was kind of, like, kind of dumb to me hmm. because, like, because because he the guy, he didn't even work there. He basically broke him into the police department just for the whole sake of getting his powers. I'm like, huh? And then, of course, you know, we go back to the whole thing with, um, with, uh, Bruce, uh, uh, not, well, later on we find out, so I can't really jump into that. But, but yeah, so like, it's like, it's like, dude, you, you weren't even really thinking about this, were you? Like, you were so dead set on, it, it kind of like, like he was so dead set on going back in time that that's the only thing he could think about was going back in time. Yeah. And, then, and that's kind of the point. And that was it. That's all you could think about, not, not actually making a change, whatever, it's just like. All he could think about was going back in time. Like, that's all I really want to do is go back in time. Like, okay. Like, all right, dude. Like, I uh, uh, I mean, I enjoy the movie, so I'm not trying to, like, tear the movie apart. I'm just like, like, some of this stuff is just like, like, dude, like, I mean, I don't want to
0: say, what were you thinking? Because clearly you weren't thinking, but I'm like, but dude, like, kind of, what were you thinking? Like, well, I mean, I, I think that's kind of the whole point is like the Flash is an intelligent person, not a wise person. I, I, that's true. Yeah, I he mean, was, like he he clearly did not apply wisdom to the situation. I, I think I think all of the tracks. I didn't have any serious issue with any of that stuff as far as it goes.
1: I I did just because it was like you're supposed to like your purpose was supposed to be one thing, and you realize that that that's already been done. So like, why are you continuing to try to like make something happen that's already been that's already happened instead of like trying to figure it out? Because especially since he's technically in the wrong like time period to make it happen too. Like he was like. I, maybe that's what it was maybe he's like okay like I've got to go back and, and sh- like I don't know how I happened but I gotta go back and make sure that it happens but a- anyway um but then they make the the Barry in this world like the the, the divergent world so unlikable oh yeah they, they made so him, unlikable they made
0: him stupid as can be so like,
1: Like everything about him was just was just like like dude like 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 I I I hate all of this like I hate all of this like like no part of this do I I want any of these like like this to exist like if no no offense man but if your mom if you're for your mom to live like you have to be this. Then I'm sorry, your mom's gotta die, dude. Your mom's gotta die because I cannot live in a world where like this Barry Allen exists with this group <laughs> of people right here. Like none of that made any sense at all. I mean, that made any sense. Like, like, like none of that was likable at all. Like I, I could not trade
0: that for anything. It was just too much stoner humor and too much Gen Z humor where it's like, this is not a likable bunch of people.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I get that some people like they don't have the same. Like uh what's the word I'm looking for? Like they don't have this the same like regard for like their living conditions as other people. But for people in that house, like or that apartment, living like they were, uh, where you got the I don't even know where Barry slept, right? Like I don't have no idea where they slept, but you had um like the one guy was on the couch, the guy and the girl were had the bed like i don't know where he slept and like like the, everything with that was like who would want to live like that like 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 what like n- like no i would not want to live like that at all like n- <laughs> in no way just like oh they, that whole that whole thing disgusted me but you know apparently i guess it worked for him 18 year old out you know for the first time like with these just fucking degenerates <laughs> that's oh, the only wow. thing i can
0: say about them like they were they were just degenerates it's not not likable characters at all. <gasps> you see what I see, right? I see uh, my my girl in there. Yeah, but see what it says. Like, okay,
1: look at the character she's playing. Yeah, but do you see what it said that? that well, obviously, it's, it's checking availability for something that can't be available. But do you see what it says there? Twenty twenty five. Yeah. So it's in the works, man. It's coming 2025. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, so, so like that whole living condition, that whole living situation was just like, like, I was deplorable. Like, I was like, oh. That was
0: bad. That was bad.
1: Um, I like the, his, his
0: other Barry was just, oh, I, I just, he, he was not the type of character you would root for, like... Like, they were trying to make him all quirky, and like, oh, he's he's such a goofball because he's not grown up, but it's, like, just annoying. And I said while we were watching it that it's, like, they're trying to make Polly Shore... Yeah. But it's not charming. Like, Shore Shore's annoying as fuck, too, but he at least brought a charm to it in the movies that he did. Yeah. And, like... At least the stuff he was doing was quotable, if absolutely nothing else.
1: I would agree with that, but it was quotable.
0: Um, so yeah, they, they just like they tried and failed to make Polyshore basically, and <laughs> the only thing worse than Polyshore is a failed Polyshore. Yep, uh, I would I would agree with that very much. Though, so. like <laughs> if you
1: if you if your Polyshore like comes up light, then you just need to like abandon like whatever <laughs> you're
0: trying to do. Polyshore light. Um
1: I'm trying to think of what it like, kind of going through um I guess, I guess for me part of it also is that it took him too long to like get up to speed like nope no no pun intended <laughs> um and like so just to Yeah, because we're we're, obviously we're we're full spoiler full on spoilers.
0: Oh yeah, don't don't listen to this until you watch the movie.
1: um, So uh, part of the whole thing with this one is that um, in the process of trying to give the this other like Barry uh, Barry Allen powers, he loses his powers. So they get powers, he loses his powers. And now this young, annoying ass like version of him has super speed and he doesn't. And he's trying to teach him how to use it, but he's so young and stupid and just insufferable that he doesn't listen. And just like, he's just one of those person when you, when you're trying to tell him, like, okay, there's three steps to this process. First thing you do and like done, did the first thing, like no shit. No, like damn it. You, <laughs> you, just, you just fucked everything up. Like, like damn it. Can't you just sit still for one minute? Like damn.
0: But like, they also call attention to that. Like, they, they have, like, Barry Prime be like, you've got to stop, you just talk nonstop, and you think it's charming, but it's actually really off-putting and annoying, and now I realize what everyone's been saying about me for yeah, for my entire life. <laughs> so, like, that was a good moment. Like, they're, they're acknowledging that it's insufferable, but that doesn't make it any more of a bearable ride to have to sit through two and a half hours of adventure with this guy.
1: Yeah. And I think that's part of the issue for me as well is that Like I, I, it's it feels like they were trying to. It feels like they were trying to make him so unlikable that what you really were rooting for was that you know, like you might call him Barry Prime to come back. Yeah, like like
0: like God, I I I like please succeed so we can get rid of this guy right here. Um, They were basically trying to trick us into rooting for Ezra Miller by using Ezra Miller against himself. Yeah. Like, you think this Ezra Miller's bad? What about the Ezra Miller in an alternate timeline? You think throwing chairs at women's heads is bad? What about this? What if he's annoying while he does it? Instead of handsome and talented. Bet you wouldn't like that, huh? Shit lips. Uh, I mean, I... I... I don't disagree. <laughs>
1: yeah. But, but the, the thing is, though, at the end of the day... It's still Ezra Miller. It's still Ezra Miller, yeah. Like, that That's the bad thing is like, yeah, I see what you're trying to do here. Um, but at the end of the day, you still have left me with Ezra Miller. The fact that you were like, would you rather have this one or this one? Is like, you don't understand. I don't
0: want an Ezra Miller. <laughs> I don't want that, an Ezra Miller at all. That's what I'm trying to say is that like, don't be tricked. Those of you who, who are like just not watching the movie or something, don't be tricked. Because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to make alternate universe Ezra Miller seem so bad that you forget the sins of this universe as Ezra Miller. So I do think it's kind of interesting. I'm just going to jump to the end real quick. Is that so?
1: Well, okay. So we get a a scene where he's in the, what does he call it? The the time dome. Time dome, right? Yeah. Something like that. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Time bubble, time dome, whatever it is. So. He's in that and, uh, and you get to see all these other multiverses, um, which I guess he somehow is affiliated with in some fashion. Um, and you get to see all these different, um, Batman and Superman. The funny thing is you don't get, you don't get to see any other Wonder Woman because, well, they haven't been that many other Wonder Woman shows.
0: Right, right. But they, they
1: could have at least done something like, like a Linda Carter Wonder Woman. They could have at least shown the one from the pilot. that The pilot Wonder Woman, the <laughs> Kathy Lee, Greg Crawford, whatever it was, or whatever, like Wonder Woman, like one movie thing from like the seventies or whatever it was. I mean, yeah, they could have done that. Um, but yeah, they, they, they didn't. Um, they just focused on the Batman, Superman thing. And but
0: <laughs> yes, but go ahead. They acknowledged, they acknowledged the truth, the truth, the truth. We got to finally, finally see the giant spider, Nick Cage fighting the giant spider as yes. directed by Tim Burton, uh, and 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 written
1: by Kevin Smith.
0: I forgot Kevin Smith wrote it. See, <laughs> so that makes it even better. Yeah, so. Yes, yes. Uh, and at first, I thought they were keeping him in the shadows and like trying to kind of, trying to just kind of hint that it's Nick Cage. Which you know those those of us who are true believers know. But uh, yeah, then, then he actually turned and faced the camera, and it's just straight up long hair, Nick Cage, in his prime, in the suit, fighting the giant spider in the suit, in the suit from the documentary. Oh, the, it's so good, man! It's so good. So, like that 30 seconds made two and a half hours of, oh, dude, (laughs) almost tolerable. Um, The,
1: uh, they do show a scene with uh, Christopher Reeve and uh, Superman and then, uh, uh, shit, forget the the chick's name now, Um, uh, the Supergirl. uh, Yeah, yeah. The Christopher Reeve era Supergirl. Right. (laughs) And they show them together, which is kind of funny because the Supergirl movie takes place in the Superman universe and acknowledges Superman even though he doesn't show up. But the Superman movies never mention her. Right, right. But then they show a scene with the two of them together. Like, and it's like, okay, well, that's, that's interesting that you show this scene with the two of them together as if they were, you know, um, as if they were ever in the same movie together, which they weren't like you were kind of setting up for that, but you never actually made that happen. So that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I'm just going to show you something real quick. Um, to, And I, I apologize. We do this a lot on the podcast, but maybe if you're not really used to it, then it, that's just your own damn fault. But, um, <laughs> cause it, it just happened again. And I'm like, and it happened to me the other day and I was like, this is some bullshit and i didn't realize like first that this was happening and I'm like I was like wait this is happening again like like okay that's that that's, that's bizarre but sure why not um and and let me find the so uh Sorry, I'm trying to... i want to get to... Did they have a fucking search engine on here? Well,
0: while Holy while shit. you're doing that, I'll just go ahead and toss this in there. Okay. That scene of him going through and seeing all the different points of the multiverse, that's very reminiscent of uh, Turtles Forever. Which I think... Yeah, that, that was the finale of the 4Kids TMNT series. that started in 2003. So... Really, really cool movie. Uh, It starts off with that version of the Turtles. They meet the 1983 Fred Wolf Turtles. Okay. Two totally different animation styles. And so they start multiverse hopping. They go back to the first issue of the Black and White Mirage comics. And those Turtles are completely badasses. I mean, if you've read the original comic, they killed Shredder in the first book. I did not. I did not know that. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Like, Shredder straight up dies in the first book because... Like, the like, Raph and Leo just <laughs> slaughter him, and then he tries to pull out a grenade to kill him, and Donnie throws him off the roof, and he blows himself up. Nice. So, like, they meet that version of the Turtles, and they're just kicking the shit out of everything, because the Mirage comics were amazing. Right, watch this real quick. Yeah. See this? I'm gonna click the button to watch this. hmm I noticed that it was a different movie than what you'd clicked on. Yeah,
1: if for some reason it will not play it, you cannot get it to play... Even here. It's, it's, it, it's number
0: it, three, yeah.
1: Yeah. Which Maybe like, you okay. have to
0: select it specifically from the app or something. But.
1: Yeah, it won't play it. I have no idea why. It will not play that one. I'm like, that's that's just damn
0: bizarre. Very weird. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so towards the end of it, um, they reveal that like there's an entire multiverse. And what they do with that scene is they're showing all the portals in, but all it is is like every artist who's ever worked on an Ninja Turtles story. Mm-hmm. In some capacity or another, they're using that. So, like, there's a Jim Lawson, there's a Dan Berger. Uh, of course, there's he's like Eastman and Laird art in there. Uh, there's stuff from like Stan Sakai when he did go uh, guest issues. It's like all that kind of stuff they, they have. Like screenshots from the video games, everything you can think of. They show they show the emoji uh, guys. Wow, nice. Yeah, there's there's like a little clip showing showing them with their CG and all that. So it's like, it's super cool. It's a really nice way to acknowledge like, here's everything in the franchise that we've ever done with the franchise. I think the only thing they never acknowledged in that movie uh, was like the image days when they had like the really, really weird alternate universe turtles. Oh, the one uh, the the Jim Lee created ones, yeah, the design yeah. ones, yeah. Where like they're they're like all cyborgs and they've like, got their arms and shit cut off. Mm-hmm. And that was the same time period that Bisley did the Casey and Raphael story. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I've never read that, but I've seen the cover. Oh man, I really want to read it. I really want to read it. I love Bisley. Yeah, I
1: actually I didn't buy any of the the action figures from then the uh, the Jim Lee design ones. Yeah, but um, but I remember looking at them. Um, but anyway. Okay, so, uh, so going back to the past, to, to the Flash,
0: um, <laughs> to play the city games to suck ass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, their, their whole, like, kind of like finding Batman and that kind of stuff, and you know, of course, I'm finding out that you none know, of the other people existed and blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, okay. Um, that was, that was interesting. Again, that sh- shit that you should have done, like, early on when you realize, wait a minute, this, like, my world is so much different than it should be, and like, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Like, okay, uh, but we get to a point where, and this is this is where I said when we're watching it, like, I feel like this is a, like we're being taught something, like, eh, or they, this is a metaphor. Yeah, yeah. Because and that and it's it it's kind of funny where they're like, oh hey, you know um you know that shit that Marvel told you that's bullshit, and they they pretty much say like. Marvel's idea of time travel is bullshit. Yeah,
0: yeah. You
1: know, and so, like, Batman takes out this thing of spaghetti, and he's like, yo, you've been told that, like, the time, like, diverges, whatever, and anything. is like, that's not what happens. Like, when you do, you create this kind of, like, fixed point here, where you're here, but then, like, time becomes, like, now, it doesn't run parallel to that, but it intersects with that, and so you create a whole different timeline, both past and, like, uh, uh past and future, and and like you can like so that's why everything is different that's why like your batman is different your this is different your that is different right, right. and like and if you do it too many times like you're never going to be able to And any kind of in a sense says you're never going to be able to go back and change everything and, and and like change it because when you go back right like there, there really is no going back like you're you go back in time but like you can't you can't Find you can't go back to that same one, like it's right, right. I, I guess in a sense because like you when you left you changed that, so like in that one there you can't go back to it because I guess you go back to the point
0: you can go back to the point that you left, right. But you can't go back to like after it or I don't, I don't know Anyway, they they made it really complicated. But then
1: he so he takes this thing of thing of spaghetti goes and you go back too many times like, and you get this, you get this big like this big jumbled up thing of spaghetti where where the the points of interaction intersect so much it'd be almost impossible to find your actual one that you came from because now it's just a big jumbled mess where it interacts so many times that like it's not like when you first did it before it's like a it's like a cross right it's like if you stand at the at the crossroads and then you go back to crossroads and you just like go left or right but now it's so inter the and everything that There's no straight path. It just you know you can end up going anywhere. Right. And I kind of felt like that whole analogy there was to say that at this point here, James Gunn and Peter Safran are doing their own thing with DC. Right. And if you really want like to like save the parts of the DC universe that you know that you liked, like Aquaman or this or their Zack Snyder shit, like that can't happen right like that that's not gonna happen like everything's been so jumbled up now right that it's impossible to go back so like it's just gonna be this new thing going forward and you may be in it you may not be in it right and it kind of felt like that kind of like what dc 52 did like yeah yeah it's like where he was he was like oh yeah i'm gonna tell you this we're we're telling you this whole story but we're also telling you that hey give up on keep asking for these things to to coexist because they're not going to right like yeah just fuck it like this is the this is the, the new wave of the future.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: I kind of felt like that's what they were saying, which was, uh, which I was like, I was like, okay, I get it. But at the same time, you're like, Hey, fuck you. <laughs> and then to add, add on to that is that at the very end, after everything he's done, he gets back and everything seems like it's the way it should be. Except for, of course, he changed something. And then I'm going to get back to my original point in the beginning, mm-hmm. but, and then we realized that the Batman in the world that he's in now is not the Ben Affleck Batman. It's the George Clooney Batman. Yes, And so now he's kind of stuck there in a sense, which to me was also more of like a, like, Oh, Hey, guess what? I know you guys like, you know, like these characters or whatever, but because of the flash, like you've completely severed the connection between that. And what we're going to be doing going forward, right? Like that right. can't happen. Like these guys now are stuck in this new world, and every time he tries to change it, and everything you're just going to keep fucking it back over and fucking it back over. And right, everything is right. like, and and you, so please stop because next thing you know, Flash could end up in like the 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 Batman universe where like I don't know, like some failed Batman pilot
0: never took off or some shit like that, you know,
1: <laughs> like something.
0: But, I mean, in some ways, allowing for traveling between the infinite multiverses could be interesting, but don't make that your main canon. Yeah. Like, don't don't make your primary canon that nothing is canon. Yeah. It's bullshit. That's not fair to the fans. Like, DC blew their entire wad with the Justice League. hmm They were like, we like what Marvel's doing, we don't want to spend ten years building up to it. Right. We just want to do all the cool shit now. So let's skip that. We we we've got the Superman origin story from years ago. Let's just use that. Uh we don't really want to do a new Batman origin story. We've already done that to death. Let's just do Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Now let's do Justice League. Okay. Well, that's two damn movies, bro. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's let bring Wonder Woman. Just bring her in there. Just shoehorn her in. Just, like, just stick her in there. Just I don't know. Stick her in her there.
1: Her. I mean, she's hot. Nobody will question it. And I didn't really have a problem with them bringing Wonder Woman in like that. Just been like, like, like she's been there all the time, kind of thing. And then like just staying low key. That was fine. And then no, they no, no, Loki's from Thor. Kirk. Oh shit! That's right. Um, oh, um, damn it. No wait. No, he's not. Loki's from American Gods. <laughs> Loki Smith. So. um... So, I, I like that. It's was like, in then in her, in her movie, we're going to tell you why she's been like, like out of sight this yeah, whole time. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, so that, that's, that's a very thing. But going back to my whole thing of like why, and again, we, you know, we know that, that, uh, um, that
0: our, our Barry Allen, you're right, dude, you're shaking your head there. Uh, it's just, we've seen so many of these fight scenes. <laughs> and they all end the same damn way. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um. so
1: this is what got me onto the thing the other day with the Agents of Sword deal Yeah, was I saw one of these movies here and I was like what the hell is this <laughs> and then when I was trying to look it up because there's like six of these I could only find three of them though but in the process of looking it up I came across the other movie and I was like okay so um
0: a nerve ending within the pelvic region of a Kryptonian female he said
1: I, I don't know like I obviously film this in a, in a like abandoned apartment I guess being renovated but the mix, the mix match would like, and they're like, like no, like, I, like that should not happen. Like, this should not be like a thing. Anyway, um, so, um, so Barry doesn't really go. He's planning on going back in time, but then he doesn't fully go back in time the way he's planning to. Um, and the reason I was asking, like, who was he going back to save, is because if he really wanted to save his mom, right? -hmm. As the Flash, all he has to do is just go back there, and the guys, whoever it is, about to enter his house, just knock the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then he saves his mom. His dad comes home. Everything's cool. But he doesn't. He makes it a point to go and like put the the spaghetti sauce, like because that's like the key, the spaghetti sauce, the spaghetti, the spaghetti sauce, like. Like... Chekhov spaghetti. I mean, hell, he could have even gone back there and, like, stolen a can of spaghetti sauce from the store, right? And then just put it on the shelf in, in her in his house.
0: Right, right. He could
1: have taken a fucking can from the future and put it in there. <laughs> like, I mean, like, the, the spaghetti sauce is, is, is a whole big thing. And so, it's like... It's like, okay, well... Like, like, so who was it that you were going back... Were you really going back to save her? Were you going back to save your dad? Because, like... This you're making this this seem like the crucial point there of like saving her is all about the spaghetti sauce. So instead of just going back there and like cause here's the thing. If and I realize that if he goes back in time, right, and he goes back in time and he gives her the spaghetti sauce so she so that she never sends his dad out there to uh to go and try to get it. So that means that, you know, that he's home. That doesn't really stop someone from coming into your house. And trying to assault you both.
0: Right, right. It just
1: it just means that like that your dad's gonna be home if that happens. Right. Which yeah. is not gonna really that which doesn't necessarily mean that either one of them are gonna live. For all you know, someone can still break in there because you don't know who it was that did it. You don't know why they came in there.
0: Right, yeah.
1: So that person can still break in there for whatever reason, but this time kills your dad. hmm And then like, you know, and so now it's just you and your mom and your dad's dead. Like, or he can kill them both.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. or
1: And so, like, so that doesn't, just giving her spaghetti sauce doesn't save anything. Plus, even if you do, you give her the sauce, the person doesn't show up. That doesn't prevent a killer that's clearly out there from just killing someone else. It saved your family. Well, thank you very much, hero. Yeah. Like, so if you really wanted to do something, why don't you wait till that person is going to show up and like, oh, hey, you're going to kill my mom. Right? I know you haven't done it yet, but, you know, it's not like I stopped you like a day before. Like, you're here. Like, on my sidewalk,
0: right, Walking yeah. towards
1: my house, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Yeah, like that could have been done, but no. So that's what I was like, it's like who was it really he really trying to save there? Was he trying to save her or was it that? And then of course when he does, then he goes to the whole thing, like like there are some things that can't be changed. No matter what you do, mm-hmm. they're never gonna be changed. These are like kind of fixed points, right? Yeah, yeah. Um which also when we when we realize that and we see that like the Of course he doesn't know this yet, but when we realize that the the world he lives in um, is going to is gonna die. The world he's in right now is going to die no matter what. Like, Zod is going to win. He's going to take back Krypton, destroy the Earth. Right, right. So I got two questions for you. One, Barry's interference in that, does that change anything?
0: It's interference with Zod? Yes. I kind of feel that it does. I mean... Everything he does affects things. So I kind of, of it's happening in a vacuum. So I kind of
1: feel that had he not been there and done and did what he did, right? Like Zod wouldn't have won because Kara would have stayed locked in that Russian prison. Uh She, she was like, the Russians are not turning her over or whatever. And she's, um, she hasn't been exposed to sunlight. So she's weak as a kitten. Right, right. Zod's like, if you don't give me what I want, I'm going to use the world engine and destroy the world. There's no one there to stop him. Batman's, like, too busy making spaghetti to even turn on the fucking news, <laughs> right? So, Zod was going to destroy the planet and then just be like, well, I guess I lost everything.
0: All right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give him a hand.